You're listening to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast, episode number 83, Loving Yourself. Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey, everybody. How's it going out there? I really, really hope you're doing well. This podcast was made after I received a bunch of emails kind of along the same theme. The theme that I'm hearing is, you know, there's some hard times out there. I understand that. And this podcast is for everybody. You know, um, we're going to talk about loving ourselves, how we can truly enjoy ourselves. So you don't have to be divorced or going through a breakup to listen in. But with the emails that I receive, a lot of them are about um, divorce and breakups because that is what I do. And a lot of them, I am seeing a theme of why can't this person love me? What do they not see? And that transporting into themselves of them feeling unworthy, unlovable, things of that nature that just aren't true. But I understand that when the person who is supposed to love us stops loving us or chooses other things, of course, that's going to make you question yourself. So I came up with this topic from that, but it is for anyone. And I just want to start with the question, do you love yourself? Okay, now probably deep, deep down, when you really, really search, you can say yes, but some people can't totally say, oh yeah, I totally love myself. Oh, I like everything about myself. <laughs> but then can we at least, let's ask this next question. Do you appreciate yourself? Do you appreciate your gifts, your qualities, the things that you contribute into the world? Do you appreciate who you are and what you have yet to do and what you have done and things like that. I think that that's a good question to ask yourself after maybe the loving yourself is a little bit iffy. But it's much, much easier to be alone after a breakup if you truly love who you are. Like you love hanging out with you, <laughs> that you really, really enjoy yourself. So what are some things that we can do or that we can realize that we can start coming into that loving and enjoying ourselves? So simply, first off, have you guys heard of the rear view mirror analogy? So you think of a car, it has a huge, huge windshield, right? That's where we're going. We're moving forward. So we've got to give that the biggest space to see out of. And then our rear view mirror is very, very small. It's the past that we're leaving behind. But we still need to look into it every now and then to make sure that we are safe, that we don't repeat history, that we can learn from our mistakes, or that we can warn others or, or whatever. So we're looking at this big windshield. We're looking for what's in front of us. We're focusing on our future. And yes, we can learn from our past, but our past does not define us. 
we can see the past and what we've been through and how we've overcome the past and use that as fuel. But have you tried to get where you wanted to go in the car by looking in the rear view the whole time? Like seriously, think about it. Say you have to go to the grocery store and you look in the rear view mirror the entire time. Okay, that would be super scary and you can't get there, right? Same with life. Now here's another question. How about how the other people in the car feel when they're driving with you, when you're doing this? Okay, they'd probably be scared out of their minds and they would not want to be in the car with you. They don't want to be there. They don't want to be with you. So do you see where, where I'm getting at? I think you wouldn't want to be with you. You, <laughs> you wouldn't be comfortable with the person that is doing that either. And so let's take this analogy to what's going on in, in your life right now. Honestly, we can't get to where we want to go by looking in the past. We can't feel great about ourselves if that rear view that we're looking in brings us down, makes us feel unworthy, makes us feel unlovable, or that we don't love ourselves by looking in it. So if, if those are your thoughts right now, let's stop doing that. That's got to be number one. And let's look at look out that big windshield at what's in front. Let's start new. Let's start today. Let's start with just the thought that maybe I can love myself. Maybe I can. What is the future going to hold? It could be exciting. It could be challenging. It could offer me all these ways to grow. So I think that when we really concentrate on where we're looking, it can shift our focus on how we're loving ourselves. If we're focusing on what we used to be, even if you loved it, <laughs> maybe you're not that anymore. Okay, maybe you want to be this person that does something totally different. Maybe you want to reinvent yourself. Start there, look forward, and get excited about the person that you want to become. So that's number one. Number two, remember one thing. You didn't create yourself. Your creator did. All right. Now there's some interesting verbiage in the creation. When you look at the adjective that God uses, let's go back to the beginning, people. Let's go back to Genesis. So in the beginning, right, God separated the light from the darkness. And I'm just paraphrasing. He called the light day, the darkness night, and he divided the waters from the firmament. He called it the evening and the morning. And then he caused the dry land to appear. And in verse 10, you know, after he had done all of that, God saw that it was good. Okay, that was a lot of things that was going on. <laughs> then he got all the grass together, the seeds, the fruit. He brought forth all of these things after their own kind. And in verse 12, God saw that it was good. Okay, then the next day he divided the seasons and the years. He made the stars. He made the sun, the moon, all these things that give light and darkness. And 18, he saw that it was good. Okay, you're getting you're getting what I'm saying, <laughs> right? He saw that it was good. And then he created 
the fowl and the great whales and every living creature. And he saw that it was good. Now, I'll tell you what, if I created a whale, I'd probably call it something more than good. I'd be like, uh, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> but then he caused that everything multiply. He created cattle, every creeping thing. Um, and he saw that it was good. And all these things. Now, in 26, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So that's a whole other lesson that we could say about how we are created in his image after what he looks like. I mean, that that's amazing to think. And he created man and male and female. And what did he say after creating human beings at the end <laughs> of the chapter? God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. It's interesting that he used the verbiage very good after he created man. And then in Doctrine and Covenants section 18, it says, remember the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. I just love those little things. The little adjectives sometimes in scriptures help me to see value in different things. So to me, this shows that he has extra special value in humans. And there's so many more evidences that I could point out in the scriptures. I just thought this was kind of a cool one. And that our souls are great to him. So let's remember, we didn't create ourselves. This is a creator. This is God. It's not our place to judge his creation. Okay, we can marvel at it instead. There's never been a human exactly like you. Why not? Why you? What are you made for? What have you done so far? Now your brain is going to say, you should be prettier. You should be stronger. You should be sw smarter. It likes to compare. We have all sorts of cultural comparisons out there. We don't need to get into that. But could we just reflect for one moment that there's only one you? You didn't create you. You are very good. You are great. That can be a really good starting point. Now, my third point that I wanted to make is actually a little bit of a challenge. This came from, you guys know that I love Mel Robbins. I listen to a lot of her speeches. I've taken some of her classes. And this one just happened to be from her Instagram. And she was on the beach with her husband, Chris. And she was just saying, I feel ugly today. You know, like, I know I'm not ugly. I just, I just feel ugly today. I don't know what it is. I woke up in the morning, I looked in the mirror and I just said, ah, you're having an ugly day. And she asked her husband, do you ever do that? Like, what do you, what do you think when you look in the mirror? And he's like, oh gosh, no, I never think about what I look like. I don't. I, the thought doesn't even cross my mind. And he said something interesting. He says, lately, I've just been looking into my eyes and I look deep. I get super close to the mirror, even putting my forehead on it. I look into my eyes and I just see what I see. I see the real me. I try to search deep into the window of my soul and I just see me. And he's like, I, I've even done this for five minutes. And 
you know what? This is a really cool thing. So I tried it. <laughs> I decided, okay, why not? So in the morning, I put my head up to the mirror, looked in my eyes, and I noticed things about my eyes that I hadn't noticed before. And just looking at myself made me think, this is who I get to spend eternity with, myself. What am I doing? How do I like being with me? What makes me me? You know, all these kind of questions came to my mind just from looking in my eyes. And it was a really, really cool, reflective time. And I challenge you to do this, but on one condition, you can't have any neg negative thoughts about yourself. Not in those moments. Only self-uplifting thoughts, okay? So that's what you're going to do. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> Men, they don't. They don't look in the mirror and think about all the things that they need to change. Now, in fact, they see things a lot better <laughs> than what is reality. Let's do the same thing, gals. Come on. Let's look in the mirror and say, you know what? We appreciate you. We're proud of you. We've done a lot of things and we have yet to do. So three things and just starting. This is just kind of a starting off podcast about enjoying who you are, loving who you are. Number one, think of the rear view mirror analogy. Think of it when you drive, every time you drive and set some goals. Who do you want to be? Who do you see in the future? The big windshield. Okay, if you notice yourself, you're looking in that rear view too often, stop, especially if it's detrimental to you loving yourself and start thinking and building of this person that you want to become. So start talking about it and look through the big windshield out front. Number two, you didn't create yourself. Your creator did. And he said that his creation was very good and that the worth of souls is great. And then number three, I want you every morning, look in the mirror, look into your eyes, have a conversation with yourself of who you really are and how you're worthy. You know, courage is loving yourself when it seems no one else does. But I can tell you, I love you. And I can tell you that God does. And many, many people do. I'm sure of it. But you don't need their validation to love yourself. Just remember, you're worthy. With all of your mistakes, you're still worthy. Because you're going to get it wrong. And you're going to get it wrong. But you're still worthy. All right. So choose to love yourself today. Choose to do these things. Choose to make a change. Choose to make a shift. If you need more help in this, please give me a call or contact me, Coach Emily Sanchez at gmail.com. Just email me and I'll be there for you. All right, peoples, have a great day. Make it what you want. Love yourself. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe, and as always, make it a great day.